I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Hey, Chris. How's your head? I haven't had any complaints, Kevin. I haven't had any complaints. <laughs> well, I heard you did have some complaints on set. <laughs> I did, you know. So I, I, I'm making a movie, y'all know, yeah. and uh, and so we were shooting in a basement this afternoon, and it was about like a like a five foot basement. So every, everyone had to crouch down, and uh, and so at some point, everybody on the set hit their head, and Ooh. I was like, at least it wasn't me, yay! And then. At the end of the shoot, I like whacked my head really hard on one of the beams, and everyone was like, "Um, are, are you okay? That sounded really, really loud. Like, do you have a concussion?" And now I'm just really paranoid that I have a concussion because I don't know what that's supposed to be like. It's like, uh, what I are think the signs? You see like a, a bright white light, and uh, oh no, they tell you to go toward the TV, and uh, you get sucked in, and then your parents come and they find an a burial ground next door and there's it's a whole thing oh this sounds fun <laughs> yeah. this sounds really this sounds like a good old time take a, take a swim in the pool with some corpses and yeah it's, oh, it's, it's like a rocking adventure like <laughs> hey but you know you you found time to uh do our not do our dear but uh, talk about our dear elvira of course you know i always have time <laughs> so, for elvira i think everyone should make the time that's how you get through life is making a little time people for who don't elvira. like this movie they don't exist to me i don't know if you don't understand yeah. this movie, like, yeah. Watching perfect. it last night, I, you know, it's, it, for, for some reason, it's not a movie that always comes to mind for me of, of like, what's a perfect movie? But for some reason last night, I was like, this is genuinely perfect. I mean, I don't see yeah. how someone can watch this and not get anything out of it. No, it is a camp masterpiece. Yeah. If ever there was one. And it's. It's intentional camp. It's also maybe unintentional camp at times, but maybe, it's just yeah. that perfect blend of like, like she's so confident that like even when some of the dialogue doesn't work at all, just the way mm-hmm. that she delivers it is so amazing that like you have to be all drawn the in. Lines. I mean, there is yeah. literally every other line is a punchline. It's yeah. it's kind it's, of insane. They're all bad puns, but they all yeah. they they all or work because bad they're or bad amazing. Puns. I don't know. I mean, yeah. they're brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely genius. I don't think some of them would work with a different actress because no. she's just so good. But exactly. uh, if you haven't noticed, folks, we are not doing a normal episode this Mm-mm. week. We decided we were no. going to end out the month with a nice little pride treat. This is That's right. That's right. Part of our camp series, which we usually do on Patreon, but we decided we were going to be nice and just release it for the world. As a gift. Um, <laughs> as a gift. Yes. Happy, Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Mm-hmm. Target has Pride shirts. We have I, Elvira I, camp episodes. even elvira has a whole pride series of mugs and shirts now as I saw. she should like, <laughs> as i mean she should. usually when com- companies do that pride thing i'm like why is popeyes celebrating pride you know but yeah, yeah. like I want that rainbow chicken it's weird yeah like that doesn't sound good that sounds like it has a disease i don't know isn't that an actual thing that? rainbow chicken i think that's like a, is it really? a chinese thing but oh well is it continue uh yeah what was happening do i have a con- concussion <laughs> have we ruled that out yet <laughs> The doctors are will be in in a minute, but <laughs> doctor, doctor, do I have the concussion? Am I gonna make it? I've got so much to live for. 
tell my kid I loved him. If you only knew all the episodes we've been planning for you, we, you'd, you'd want us to hold on and make it. Just a little bit longer. <laughs> Just blame the con- concussion. It's the concussion and the fact that we haven't recorded in a couple weeks because yeah. it took a little break because uh, you were recording, I mean, uh, shooting a film, of course. So. I, I had to make a picture, a talking picture. Yeah. A big Hollywood picture. Uh, it, was, it was real snazzy. Sometimes we got special snacks like Cheetos on set. Oh, <laughs> pulled out all the, the big shops. <laughs> Sometimes someone's mama brought pizza. <laughs> like, <laughs> In that 100 degree weather. <laughs> it was so hot. It's hot everywhere, right? Like I just it's heard. It's too darn hot. Yeah. We need Ann Miller to come out here and do a little tap number. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Judy, Judy, I'm going to do a tap number. <laughs> This movie. All right, let's. Uh, so, NBC casting director Joel Thurm and network president Brandon Tartikoff. Tartikoff. They wanted Cassandra yes. <laughs> Tartikoff. Yeah. Why do I they know his Cass- name? Is is he famous or something? What's, it what? sounds like something. They sounds always like talk a, about a him. Star Wars villain or something. Yeah. But yeah like you, <laughs> you always see in interviews like, well, the casting directors didn't want to cast me, but God bless that Brandon Tartikoff. He he went off and 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 signed off on me. He said this kid can really make it, and God bless him. He made my life. He believed and my in Cassandra Peterson and. <laughs> Uh, he wanted her to, well, he wanted to capitalize on her fame, of course, like most famous men. Yeah. Uh, let's not act like he's a saint. Just yet. Yeah, let's not. Come on here. Uh, but he wanted her to do a sitcom first, and she was determined to do a film because she didn't want to be typecast as a TV person. She did eventually do a pilot for that sitcom um, that didn't take off. But, but he finagled a deal with NBC to produce the film and with a potential sitcom to come later and other properties, etc., so Cassandra Peterson grabbed her dear friend John Paragon, R.I.P. Just Rest passed. in peace. Yeah. Very recently. Yeah. They had both been members of the Groundlings, which of course is the famous comedy troupe for anyone who doesn't know. It's all the good um, folks from the Groundlings. Yeah, like everybody from there. Yeah. I think e- Tina Fey, right? Was she one? Pretty much everyone from there. I'm like, oh, I I like them. And eventually, he served as a writer on her movie macabre series. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they grabbed Sam Egan for a third writer and he was brought in because he was an experienced TV writer and he impressed um, Cassandra with a script for an episode of The Fall Guy called October 31st which he'd written explicitly for her that's Very how much. you get on these projects you uh, so true. <laughs> write a project about it's so true uh, the the, uh, the actress yeah, it's always um, very flattering when someone's yeah. like, I wrote this part for you. It's like, really? What the hell? <laughs> they remember that, you know? That's the coolest thing. Yeah. So they submitted the script draft, and uh, producers were like, you know, we would like you to add a group of teenagers here. And they were like, all right, why not? I guess they thought it would make the film more marketable. So they added in all these random kids in this movie um, who are fun. You know, they don't really serve any purpose, but they're fun, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, she wanted Tim Burton to direct the film, which would have been interesting. Um mm. I don't uh, think there's a part for Helena Bottom Carter in this. I don't know. Well, maybe <laughs> Chastity Pariah. Actually, that's kind of interesting casting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I could yeah, kind of see that, actually. I could see that. Because uh, he had just like done Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, right. This is before yeah. he'd really broken out with all of his CGI shit and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was interested, but he was busy with Beetlejuice at the time. So I guess that oh, well, didn't pan out because of that. Um, that's probably but it for the best, out. right? Yeah. 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 Beetlejuice is kind of awesome, so. They tapped uh, John, or sorry, James Signorelli, Signorelli, um, and he had only directed like one film before this, which was Easy Money with Rodney Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. But he was well known for churning out all these commercial parodies on Saturday Saturday Night Live for 
like decades. I think he did it all the way up to the 2010s. So. Wow. Um, so a lot of the roles in this movie are played by people from the Groundlings, including Edie McClurg, who was in the Groundlings, and uh, Tress McNeil and Joey Arias. There's a whole bunch of people here. I just think we should have like a month where we just talk about Edie McClurg's movies. All of the just... movies she's in. Because Can we do Ferris Bueller too? Please, dear God, yes. Yes. Like, I mean, she, uh, very few actors have iconic line readings, but her mm-hmm. and Ferris Bueller, I don't know why he was a righteous dude. It just always so sticks good. out to me. I, it's like the weirdest line delivered with perfection. She has another line. I think it's uh, Fairy Tale Theater Cinderella, where she just says, "Would you like something to drink? Perhaps some ham." And I'm like, this is so stupid. Why is this so funny? <laughs> Just her delivery, yeah. It's, She's it's so perfect. great. Uh, the role of Uncle Vinny was specifically written for Vincent Price. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't want to do the role because he thought it was a little too racy. Racy? Um, oh, Vinny. Apparently. Vinny, dear, weren't you a well-known bisexual fella? <laughs> Come on, you like some raciness, kiddo. Yeah, and then he did, uh, what, Edward Scissorhands a couple years later. So That's right. You know. Um, that's that's think, racy-ish, right? This, this, this isn't that racy, you know. It's no. it's mostly innuendo and suggestive. Yeah, uh, it, material, if that's but. really why he turned it down. I am very unimpressed with Mr. Vincent Price right now. This is all according to Wikipedia, so maybe there are oh. other. Maybe we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. We'll see. What else? Uh, so William Morgan Shepard was cast instead. Uh, apparently, he had a weird audition process where, like, he kept changing his reading, the way he read the part every time, so they didn't know how he was going to do it from one take to the next. <laughs> That's an actor, man. That's Keep an on, on your toes. You never know what they're going to bring to every take. A thespian, if you will. Yes. Those actors are just fun. I mean, they're just like, you're like, you never know what they're going to do. <laughs> Wild it's card. so exciting. You're like, this is great. <laughs> So you do like 50 takes and see which one. Yeah, I'm like, I, like these are all kind of brilliant. I don't know what to use. Like, I love that. <laughs> like the all the mini takes of um, Mrs. Doubtfire that are apparently yeah. out there. I mean, how did someone pick the right take for that? I mean, there's like, how? Right. Like, that must have taken like four years to cut that thing to- together. So it opened in only 500 theaters in oh. September 1988 apparently it was supposed to open in like 2500 theaters Mm. but the distribution company went out of business soon before oh that's right this was new world yeah oh that's right yeah yeah it was new world i think this and heathers were like two of the last things they put out there and because of that like those films got nothing like no one went to see them (laughs) so it's really sad way to go out though i mean those two movies yeah yeah it's so strange it's it's like some of these movies just because of distribution problems like they don't get seen at first and then they f- they yeah. find these weird cult lives and become these huge things it's kind of neat. does that mean if new world had stuck around we would have got even more like gems like these oh I don't know. well i mean they put out like hellraiser and fl- flowers in the attic uh vamp yeah. you know i mean they pu- put yeah. out some good cult kind of movies they did but un- unfortunately they just i don't know why they didn't make it it's weird it's sad so as a result this movie only grossed like Five point five million against a seven point five million budget. Man, that's sad. But I feel like it's become such a big cult following that, like, it has. And I mean, like, that—that's kind of the—I would say the consolation prize. But actually, I think really that's the prize you should want. Like, you should want a Mm -hmm. film that might not be the box office champion for you know a month, but the one that is actually remembered by so many people and remembered fondly. I mean, people right. quote these lines all the time. It's it, it's yeah. one of those movies. People don't quote the lines to just every movie. 
yeah. it really means a lot to a lot of people. It's really cool. Right. They, they put out that beautiful Blu-ray. I mean, actually, oh, there's Arrow. several versions of it out there on yeah. Blu-ray now, but um, the Arrow one is um, beautiful, and uh, that's the one I watched. Did you watch that mm-hmm. one? I sure did, because it it's, it's so pretty. Lovely. Critics mixed. I feel like a lot of probably just didn't see it because mm-hmm. nobody saw this movie, it seems like. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it has a 48% of Rotten Tomatoes, which who cares? Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm so done with them. I, I, I have also, checked out from Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Especially in, like, older movies and especially camp yeah. movies. It's like, I feel like mm-hmm. at this time, most of the critics were straight white men who would yeah. not have understood a film like this at all. <laughs> I just love how she has the men in this movie as, in as like, putty in her hands. Oh, it's hilarious. It's, it's wonderful, you know? She, I mean, from the first her scene, like, where she she gets me too and she's like, excuse yeah. me, buddy, and just, like, like <laughs> ruins this guy. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. cool like icon role yeah, model she really is she's been, and she's been able to build an entire brand out of that yeah, yes it's, it's crazy she has oh, like an Vira, insane life story too she was on um yeah uh a uh, mick garris's podcast um i forgot what it's called uh, post-mortem or oh right something. yeah um and she just talked about her whole life story and how she actually was a showgirl in vegas for mm-hmm. a while and uh, dated Elvis briefly. Yeah, yeah. Which is fucking nuts. Like her whole life story is just insane. It's um, yeah, she's she's a sweetheart. I got to meet her once, and oh god, I was like, I, I don't you yeah. usually get starstruck, but that was one where I was like, oh man, like she's oh, I just, bet. oh my god, and she's just yeah. so genuine and sweet. Like it's just, yeah. oh, she's an angel, and so like fast. Like she can just pull out these oh, one liners. So and, smart. Like, just oh, it's it's amazing. Like oh. oh, Elvira for president. Please. Yeah, if only, if only. Elvira Dolly Parton, right for my God, that co-president would be the best ticket ever. Like, who wouldn't vote for that? Like, seriously, yeah. like that would cross party lines. I'm convinced <laughs> they'd be like, "Oh, this sounds like a good option." Wow. <laughs> I just, yeah, I think that would make a great film. Them just like driving across the country, to yes. Wong Fu style, yes. making over small towns. Oh and maybe, my maybe a God. Netflix series, oh, please. So great. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, why has someone not done that? I know. God, she's been trying to get a because they of course did the sequel, um, Elvira's Haunted Tales mm-hmm. in two thousand one, and then right. she's been trying to get another one made ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nothing has really materialized. But I think uh, that would be perfect if Dolly would agree to do it. Oh my but god. You know, it'd be amazing. I would make a joyful noise if dolly were to do that <laughs> i see what you did there <laughs> thank you thank you that's I'm gonna not be working the concussion. nine to that's five to get that different. to happen yeah <laughs> hey i don't want any of your uh, what is it smooth talk what is it <laughs> is this is, the, is that the movie that you did smooth? I, yes no or is that uh, yes. wait yeah, that's, straight, talk, right, right. straight talk, straight, straight talk, talk, straight okay. talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think smooth talk is the Laura Dern one where she's like, yeah, 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 harassed her and stuff. Yeah, it's a creepy movie. Oh, but yeah, now available I, on Criterion. Uh, I wasn't paid for that promotion, but uh, yes. <laughs> it's a good movie. I think y'all should see it. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that would be amazing. Somebody put together yeah. like a, a an image of them on the um, yin yang symbol wow. with like. And uh, Dolly's like the white, and Elvira's the black on the symbol. I... That would be genius, yeah. Oh, just so Come great. On people, um, the opportunity there. Yeah. Why are yeah. people not taking these uh, opportunities? Make it happen. Who do we have to pray yeah. to? Who do we have to sacrifice a goat exactly. to to make these yeah. things happen? Yeah. I'll make a sacrifice for this. I think it'll help the world. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stick someone in my Midsomar hut and light it on fire. <laughs> put him in a bear suit? Yeah. Yeah. Who do we have to put in the bear suit? A Kardashian? We're fine. Okay. Get, <laughs> That's fine. Get her. We'll take Kendall. Come on. Get in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. T- take your pick here. Um, yeah. <laughs> any reality star. I'm, I'm happy to burn, except <laughs> yeah. for Paris Hilton. That's <laughs> She's on her Redeemer tour. She's like yeah. coming around like, actually, here's what went, went, went down. I'm loving this new trend of like people from that time kind of coming back out and like t- telling the real stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you would never know that was going on back in those yeah. days. It's crazy. Yeah, true. Yeah, the E True Hollywood story. Yeah. Oh. Wow. And the E stands for Elvira, of course. Elvira. Elva. God, that song. <laughs> I always think of Elvira, Elvira, of course. <laughs> um, that was that written? That wasn't written for her. Is that why she got the? No. Is did she pick the name because of that? Is that why? I don't remember why she picked the name. Try to but remember. I think she said. I before, wouldn't be right? surprised. You know, of course, she okay. borrowed some things from Vampire right here. And, uh, well, yeah. didn't she get sued by her? There was that big lawsuit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess the costumes are kind of similar, I guess. but Except, the, of course, yeah, the one's the, much the more low-cut. The costume <laughs> and the fact that she's a horror host. But, like, everything else, I feel like, is so distinctly her. And uh, Yeah, I'd say it's more of a tribute, you know, like a little yeah. homage. It's like because there was vampire, but there was also like Morticia Adams and uh, yeah, um, basically the same co- costume from the monsters. Like that goth uh, look, yeah. What's her name? Lily from Monster. Yeah. Yeah, Lily Monster. Yvonne yeah. DiCarlo. She's still yeah. here. No, you yeah. know, um, she did. She wear like a. I mean, I can never tell it was in black, black and white, but it looked more like a like a white flowy. She was more like mummy, but like her aesthetic yeah. was still kind right. Of yeah. In this kind of vibe, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. Yes, I mean it existed. There were a lot of different versions of of that. Yeah. I, th- I think she just kind of appropriated tiny bits from each one, and then right. wrapped her own personality, which is the big selling point. And then I, I think boom. that's yeah, that's why you go to see her for the you know her Absolutely. personality and her wit and yeah, um, uh, y- you know some some men for the uh, the bazungas too. Every but, now and you know, then, it's, it's part of her marketing as well. But I yes. always feel so weird for celebrities that like have say like done like a nude scene and they have like a lot of like male fa- fans because of that. Yeah. And like they'll come yeah. c- come up to them in cons and just be like staring at their boobs. I'm like, this is creepy. Like this is re- like this isn't acceptable. Like why? <laughs> this is really. It's weird. creepy. I I think she just owns it at this point, and she's yeah. like, you know what? This is this is part of the deal, boys. Here's <laughs> yeah, here God. they are. <laughs> well, she does own it. Like she so owns her sexuality, yeah. and it's it's. I find her very empower imp- empowering. I think so too. Yeah, I love her. Um. Sex symbol, comedy symbol, mm-hmm. uh, camp symbol, just everything all rolled up into this wonderful package. May she live forever. She still I, looks I amazing. So. I mean, she, yeah, she still looks about 26. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I really don't insane. know. It's insane. <laughs> it's really kind of crazy. I'm like, what have you done? Seriously, you look amazing. <laughs> she looks, yeah, the exact same. It's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Did she go into that recipe book and start like? playing around uh, maybe, spells i think she did maybe there was something in that her casserole. Dear aunt. <laughs> yes <laughs> oh well yes this movie uh like we said pretty much a perfect movie just yeah like uh, wh- what do you change i ask you people what would you change yeah, about this movie it, because yeah 
the camp bits, which is like the whole movie, like it, it's supposed to be that way. So, you know, the people who watch this and they're like, I don't get the humor. Or like, you know, why is it bad? I'm like, it, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like, quote unquote, bad. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's like it's corny, playing on all these bad movies. And like it yeah, knows it's, it's corny. It's, yeah, it's self. It's meta, right? <laughs> it's so meta, man. Oh, my God. Have you seen this movie? It's really meta. It's a meta movie. Oh, I <laughs> love Empire, Mr. To the Dark. It's like really obscure. Like no one has ever seen yeah. it. Like Arrow <laughs> just put it out for like the first time ever, man. It's like so weird. Like, <laughs> I just got like an import from Japan when I was like 15. So we go. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. What, What's what going on? What is there to say about it? Well, there's so much going on, Kevin. I mean, my goodness yeah. gracious. From the first yeah. scene. So like we're watching this black and white B movie from the, from the 50s. I can't tell if this is a real B movie. Is Is this real or did they shoot this? I meant to look it up. I, I, for some reason, because I just felt like there there was something about it that made me think that. And I, I forgot what it was, but I was like, not that I'm the biggest connoisseur of 50s B movies, so I might, right. I wouldn't even know, I'm sure. I think it is real, but yeah, I. Wow. Because it, it was like know. badly dubbed, and it was like so perfectly badly dubbed. I was like, this, Let this us may know, be comedy folks. genius. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I know, I know later on they're playing. Um, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes right. at the movie theater, and that's yeah. real, but I don't know um, about this one. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's perfect, though, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we're watching this, this this movie, and it turns out it's just a movie being hosted by Elvira her, herself, who is, I guess, mm-hmm. making fun of her own personality, because she's working at this kind of crummy TV station, and, you know, she's... And she's, like, pushed off for, like, the night, the nightly news and stuff. She just, get, she just gets no respect. You know, it's autobiographical, and that's it really is why this movie works so well, too. It's like it's her yeah. life story to a degree, you know. Yeah, so, I don't poke, know if she went to a, herself. a small Massachusetts town and saved them, but <laughs> everything else is great. I would put it past her, but I mean, you know, yeah. Um, and like, so she has this dream of being a showgirl in Vegas, like, she wants this whole act. And the problem is, is that she has no money, and she's like, if only someone would just croak in the family and like give me some money, you know. And yeah. what's interesting is then she she finds out that this aunt that she never knew that she that she had um, apparently died in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. Fall Fallwell, Massachusetts. I'm not sure if that's a real town or it's a it may be a callback to Jerry Fallwell because that that would make I sense since he was approved like everyone there. But um, I like her line. that's like a, I didn't know I had a good aunt, good aunt, much less a great one. <laughs> It's so corny, but is it also so brilliant? Genius, but it works. It works just her delivery. That's I can't even it's say so it like funny. half as good as her. It's so. It's just a good. And, line, yeah, that dream it. sequence, of, like the Price is Right or whatever the, the, the game show sequence is so good. Yeah. Yeah, she's like dreaming about what's gonna happen if yeah. if like she 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 goes to the town and and uh, and so she d- decides to uh, well well she decides to quit the show because her boss is a pervert and is like trying yeah. to like grope her and stuff. Yeah, get with her and like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like he tries to get with her and then he like gets other guys to like try to get with her. Yeah, like, it's what, weird. What is happening here? It's like, this, what the hell? Is, yeah, she's got that amazing dressing room too with like all the horror oh posters and yeah. I think there's a, a a Paul Rubens doll because he was supposed <laughs> yeah. to be in the movie, but um, I wanted to know that he, he couldn't. I guess Aww. he was busy with Pee Wee's Big Top, according to IMDb. So. Oh, well, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, I always forget about that movie. Like, I, yeah. I remember the last time I watched. I watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure every once in a while, but I, I never think about Pee Wee's or Big Top Pee Wee. Yeah, no one ever yeah. really talks about it. Yeah, I mm. frequently forget it, it exists, and yeah, but I've been, I also haven't seen it. In, good Lord, I, I, I was a child. I think. Yeah, me too. Uh, 
Hmm. Um, but yeah, so so she decides to go in her car and and go on this little adventure to Massachusetts, and she on the way picks up you know murderous hitchhikers who she th- throws out of the car and throws their axe this like neanderthal hitchhiker yeah yeah, yeah just... at first he's like a werewolf but then yeah he has an axe and she throws it at him you forgot your axe <laughs> lands in his back i guess on i love that she's just like causing havoc like wherever she goes and then she goes to the gas station and ends up blowing it, it up and... and that song i never heard the song until la- last night and it's something like yeah. chicken and waffles gravy or something like <laughs> some like weird country song about like chicken and gravy and it's so, it's, it's so it's funny crazy. i was like and who composed that one of my favorite lines in the movie and a line that i never find a reason to use like ever but i love <laughs> is when she gets pulled over by the cop and he's just like oh, yeah. do you know do you know you're going 50 in a 25 mile per hour zone and she's like no but if you have a few bars i'll fake it <laughs> so i just i try to use that all the time and nobody gets it but <laughs> even uh, when someone's like oh do you know so and so and i'm like no but if you hum a few bars i'll fake it <laughs> what a chastity pariah they are i mean just oh, yes lord yes yes, yes. <laughs> so she finally gets to the small town and immediately we see it's kind of like a mayberry type everyone knows each other it's very tight-knit and very stuffy and you can just mm-hmm. tell this is mm-hmm. not going to be a good place for elvira because she stands out like a not so sore thumb no. And yes. uh, and and so immediately her car like explodes and she's like I need a mechanic, <laughs> and the teenage boys in the town are more than happy to lend her a hand because you know she's a hot sexy mama. Can we talk like, about well. how Tu Wong Fu owes a lot to this movie? It like, kind of does, it's yeah. Generally the same plot. Like it's yeah. It's, you have this person in drag like the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, decides they're going to go and you know, take this road trip <laughs> yeah, and then their car breaks down so they get stuck in the small town so that <laughs> so they end true. up like saving them and making the town great. It's, it's the same movie, basically. It's so true. I, you know, I didn't think about it yeah. until really just now, but yeah. <laughs> it's the, like even just the fact that they're in drag like the entire movie and she's yeah. she never gets out of her, you know, Elvira outfit because she's always yeah. Elvira. It really now that said, Tu Wong Fu did not have a picnic scene like this one. No. Then again, yeah. what film it, does? It was lacking. Yes. <laughs> it was lacking picnic action. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. she she manipulates the teenage boys. One of whom is Ira Hayden. Hayden. From, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I oh, hadn't had yet from um, Dream Warriors him. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and so uh, and she tries to get a hotel room. And that doesn't go well either. And that's that that's that's where she meets um, this young girl who is living with her grandparents who were to- total prudes. Yeah. And they start to talk. And, you know, she's she's like, you don't have to be like this. You know, you can be empowered and have fun and stuff. And um, she's so so empowering. Yeah, she it's, is. She really is. This girl has never met someone from the big city. So oh, she's just starstruck okay. by this big Hollywood actress she really is and okay is am, am, am i hallucinating or is the grandmother ida from desperate housewives oh no yeah you're right absolutely now that you say it it like, is right absolutely. yeah yeah i was I'm pretty like, that, sure that's ida hey ida mm-hmm. it's nice to see you she's again. another one who didn't really age like at all no like she looks the same i was like she looks, if she's still alive i don't know if she's still alive but i want to say um, she died yeah but yeah i remember i know Catherine Houston. she died, did yeah yeah 
Oh, like, Desperate Housewives. Very soon after Desperate Housewives too, but I think that's why they wrote her as dying in the last Probably. season because yeah. she was like, "Hey, listen, uh, I might die like for real." So, um, what a great tribute! Like, she was like one of the yeah. best parts of the later seasons. Maybe. She really was. Oh, watch Desperate Housewives, y'all. <laughs> it's really good. We're gonna do a Desperate Housewives podcast at some really point, should. but. <laughs> But anyway, we digress with the best of we them. We digress. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so she's in the small town, and she meets about the will. And yep. what she discovers is that she's gotten her aunt's house, this, this like, big, crazy, like, ghost and Mr. Chicken-looking house. It's kind of amazing. Like, I would totally live there. Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. I think she's kind of disappointed because she doesn't know she's going to be able to sell it. But uh, yeah. I would totally just live there because it's amazing. It's a freaking awesome house. Yeah. But then she meets this uncle, like, that she never knew, Uncle mm-hmm. Vincent, right? And he's, like... Yeah. He's Vinny. a weirdo. Very strange. Yeah, and, like, uh, immediately... Something's up with this guy, because yeah. he wants this cookbook that she has that was left yeah. to her by her aunt. Exactly. And like, what's in Elvira's there? And like, like, okay, meth? you know, whatever. It's a yeah. fucking cookbook. <laughs> yeah, and, and and he's, like, trying to, like, buy it back from, from her and stuff at times. He's like, it's very strange. Yeah, it, it, it's very strange. We don't know what's going on with this guy. And then uh, the other town's residents are very apprehensive of her as well. She meets um, Patty. Pam, or what is her name? Is that her name? Patty from... Patty, 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 yes, Patty's at the bowling alley. Patty Bowl or something. Yeah. It's <laughs> the name of her bowling alley. It's so weird. It's so oh, stupid, it's okay. but it's so funny. It's it's <laughs> yeah. This bowling alley is like a character itself. In this oh film. yeah, yeah. A lot goes down here. And uh... well, she meets Kinnicky there, Jeff Con- yes. Conway. <laughs> yep, yep. And mm-hmm. I I actually think he's still playing Kinnicky. I'm not sure, but it's it's pretty much the same role here. Yeah, yeah it's because he's it's like a greaser. Hilarious. He's like like yo yep. baby, hey, it's me Kinnicky. Don't you want to hit you from Kinnicky? <laughs> oh. <laughs> And she meets the dear Bob. Oh, sweet Bob. You know, this guy's so funny in the movie. Like that thing that he, that he, that he does with his voice when, when he's in the, um, the cast at the end, he's like, I will fire. Makes me laugh. He's like, I mean, he's the traditional like blonde bombshell role, you know, because she's really the assertive one in this movie. And she's all, she's the one making the moves on him the whole time. And you just don't see that, especially in 1988. Like, you know, this woman, this is sort of woman coming on to the guy, and the guy doesn't really know how to handle it. It's yeah, he it's he kind of has like yeah. the Lacey Chabert Hallmark Christmas role, where like you know he's mm-hmm. he's just like the nice person who never left the big city, and you know who yeah. who's this new fancy person in their life, you know. And he has a a movie theater, and he shows. <laughs> do you want to do your favorite line? <laughs> oh oh, what what's my favorite line? What, oh the, oh uh, oh the um the oh shit I I'm gonna fuck it up. And I, the pressure's on now. Oh, no. How does it go? Wait, it's the well, G-rated movies? Thing? Yeah, there's nothing wrong yeah. with G-rated movies, right? As long as there's a lot of sex and violence. There we go. Yay! It's such a good line. It's perfect. It's oh, perfect. like what? <laughs> I mean, she's like, so um, I'm in movies, too. Have you ever played uh, I Married Satan? Or I Married <laughs> Satan, Satan 2? <laughs> He's just like, what? <laughs> Yeah, because he's only really al- allowed to play like really clean stuff there, you know. Because yeah. it's a really prudish town, as we've started really to prudish. see. Because there's also this Which... w- woman named Chastity Pariah, who's like the head what of like a fucking the... name. I mean, holy shit! And she's like this sort of Stepford wife type, 
who is very mm-hmm. religious and conservative and is shocked by Elvira and what she wears and how she presents herself and <laughs> so pious. Yeah. <laughs> She's great. And yeah. um and so then yeah, like the neighborhood boys help her like um clean up her house and stuff after they've spied on her and while she was yeah, trying to take a bath. Little, a little creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just grab but, a tool and start banging. Yeah. Uh, and then but in, yeah, she, in her she, defense, she does close the window on their hands and they fall. So it's like she does yeah, kind of that, get the last right. laugh. But. Yeah. yeah, and then she's able to manipulate them into helping. And <laughs> exactly. That's, that's wonderful. That's and what we call true feminism is what that is. While being like a Dr. Ruth type character and yeah. uh, teaching them all about, uh, you know, uh, love and everything mm-hmm. else. And yeah, and uh, yeah, so she, good for her. She's, she, she's just taking them out of, out of their shells. Pretty mm-hmm. soon, she's hosting movie nights at the local cinema where she plays bad movies, and they all mm-hmm. laugh and and hold hands, and they might kiss a little bit. It's really shocking, mm-hmm. and of course, the townspeople are appalled that she is corrupting their children. It's all about the children, and they want to take her out of the town. And yeah. Uncle Vincent finds ways to make sure that happens. So he tries to. Turn yeah, something's going on with weird her. Vinny here. He has these mm-hmm. weird satanic sex dungeons, and you're like, yes. "What the what the fuck's going on?" And he's yeah. just saying all these Latin spells and sacrificing shit. And you're like, "I don't know what's happening here." Oh God, that sounds um, like a grinder ho- hookup I had once. Wow, that's <laughs> really taking me back. Wow. I mean, I went on a second date, but it, yeah, I mean, it was fun for like a second. It was fun yeah, for, for it was, you it was know, a good time. <laughs> It was my 20s, okay? You know, I was like, he trying new things. He bought me crab claws. I mean, what else was I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. But but Bob is still, you know, really head over heels with Elvira. Really and, is. Um, you know, at one point she uh, hits her head, right? And, and he's like, how's your head? And she's like, well, I haven't had any complaints yet. Which and this line has been used a iconic. million times on RuPaul's Drag Race ever since. Iconic. has become one of these sort of iconic lines on there, too. So, it, again, just an example of this movie having... <laughs> such an effect on pop culture zeitgeist that in ways that people may not even realize it's uh mm-hmm. has seeped in there and it's it's amazing and um, i think it's gonna stay for good i mean i'm optimistic what's that monologue it. she, it's, it's like one of my favorite monologues ever she's talking to teens and she's like <laughs> in the pulling alley uh, yeah yeah <laughs> and if they ever ask me you know, you know and if they ever ask about me tell them that i was more than a great set of boobs i was also an incredible <laughs> pair of legs and tell them <laughs> Tell them that I never turned down a friend. I I never turned on a stranger for that matter either. And tell them, tell them that when all is said and done, I only ask that people remember me by two simple words. Any two, as long as they're simple. <laughs> so fucking brilliant. So great. <laughs> and delivered to perfection. It really is. It is. Oh, so my gosh. Good. Yeah, because like she's, she, so she's trying to keep them evolved and all the adults mm-hmm. are trying to you know keep them down and all you know prim and prop proper and she ex- exposes them to the the world and they're so yeah. mad about it and it, it's it's a bit of a parable you people it's it's a bit of a mm-hmm. par- parable mm-hmm. it's a very Im- important film about the it's dangers easy, yeah. of conservatism conservatism conservism the concussions back okay sorry <laughs> conservatism conservatism yeah the cons- yes we'll go with that yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I mean, this is uh, right at the end of Ronald Reagan's time in office. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we got all this conservative shit everywhere and uh, all these people just like Chastity Pariah trying to take us back to the 50s. And, exactly. Um, 
And that's why we need people like Elvira to come along and make everything better. Yeah. Well, because eventually, like, she does discover that this spell book, well, this this um uh, uh cookbook of her mm-hmm. of her aunt's is actually a spell book because she tries to mm-hmm. cook something for for Bob and it turns into like this weird gooey puppet and like starts trying oh, to eat them. Oh, this is like <laughs> so cool. full on horror here. Some it's like so cool. Jim Henson creepy puppet shit. Yeah, oh, it's just awesome. pops out of it. It's, oh, I love when she's like cooking it too, and she's she's like, oh, well, it smells pretty good. It looks like shit, and then she's like put some like cheese worms and shit. It. Yeah, she sprinkles the cheese whiz, and then some like potato chips and stuff. It's it's, it's like me trying to cook something. Yeah. Oh, and so, so now they're like, oh shit. Well, maybe we can use this to you know turn the people of the town you know it into something else and mm-hmm. give them a little bit of revenge because see Patty ruined her flash dance act at the mm-hmm. movie screening she poured tar on on her she tarred and horrifying. feathered her which is, i mean horrifying yeah because yeah. see patty really likes um what's his name shit bob 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 and mm-hmm. is really upset that elvira's in, in town so she's just jelly she's just lime green jelly you know mm-hmm. and so she tries to fuck that up and sort of turns the town against her and so, as revenge, Elvira cooks up this dish and serves it at the local picnic. <laughs> and <laughs> all of a sudden, these people start, like, having sex with each other. And <laughs> It's when, insane. And when Chastity Ian McClure sits on that guy's face. Sits right on that guy's <laughs> face. It's, oh, my God. <laughs> and then <laughs> when the elderly With, like, a big smile couple... on her face, doesn't break a moment just right on the guy's face when with, they're with, like, licking I put a the spell mustard though off yep. of the ear oh mm. my god oh it's so funny it's amazing it's like all it took was this little push to uh, get out all this bent up sexuality and everything it's yeah that's amazing. the moral is that these people just need to get laid you know and, yep. <laughs> and so uh, you know that that doesn't go very well because the town kind of blacks out and they're like i did what now i don't remember do- doing that and so they have this big town meeting where like they turn against elvira like hardcore because they're like she's a witch according to vincent you know she's evil and he fi- he finds this law from like way back in like the salem days where you could like you know k- kill a witch if you believed that she was a witch you could like just yeah. set her on fire in the town square and that's like what they do chastity just I think it might have been earlier, but how she describes Elvira and she's like a slimy, slithering succubus, a concubine, a streetwalker, a tramp, a slut, a cheap whore, and a righteous okay. dude, and a righteous dude. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so good! And so they, they arrest her and like stick her in jail, and That's are gonna crazy. like put her on on like burn burn her at the stake. It's ridiculous, but luckily. And we forgot to mention, she has this poodle that was left to her. By oh my god, her the aunt. poodle! Yes, this poodle who was apparently very difficult to work with on set, from according to IMDb, and they had to like shoot all the scenes sort of separate. And, oh uh, shit! Um, but oh well, the the character is amazing, so it's That's a gonk Greek character, little gonk. And it can like turn into other animals as well. Like it turns into a rat here at one point. Yeah. And it turns into a completely different dog, maybe because the dog was being. <laughs> not easy to work with i don't know Well, because we also discover that this dog is like her familiar from yeah. back in the day because see elvira was actually g- given up for adoption it's like a whole backstory yes because yes. like she has this special power that vincent wants and so he's gonna stop at nothing yeah. to try to kill her and stuff her mother 
was a witch mm-hmm. and apparently her aunt was kind of a witch too i, I don't remember but uh, uh but they're all witches which is fun because now it's a witch movie it's all a of witch a sudden. movie Great. yay i love witch movies <laughs> and uh yeah so like she um fortunately as they burn her at the stake it starts to rain which is you know can convenient and yeah. uh, bob comes in and tries to save her right i think right doesn't he do something yeah he tries to uh, save her yeah. Why? Why does it start? I feel like it starts is raining because is there a reason why she? Does oh, she get, okay. Right? If I can remember, she gets um, the ring. The so, ring. She, she remembers she has the ring, and then she points it to the sky, and then it that's right. Like, starts raining as a result of that. That's right. Um, that is correct. So she's yes. got the power. She do, boy and, does uh, she. And then there's yeah. like this big showdown with Vincent, like in, in the streets of the of the town and stuff, and like his face is now like yeah. all prosthetic-y. It's, yeah, all decrepit. I don't know what's yeah. up with that, but... He's like a um, ghoul now, and he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to kill you. And then she she comes out of that gun shop as, like, Rambo. Rambo, yeah. And tries yeah. to, like, you, uh, smash him to bits with some... Whatever that thing is. It's like crazy. They get in this big fight, yeah. And at one point, she puts the... She holds the ring out like she's going to use it, and then it flies off her finger, and yeah. he ends up getting it. So now she's spending the whole last act kind of running from him. Mm-hmm. Uh and at one point, she throws one of her heels at his face, and it goes, like, right into yeah, his forehead. That predated Single White Female by a few years. So it did. I don't know yep. if it was a, if there was an inspiration there, but I was like, Formative wow, I forgot film. about that. <laughs> I forgot about the yeah. stiletto to the head. It's great. And she's, like, trying to break out of the cemetery at one point, and she uses her boobs she uses to, her like, boob. break open the fence. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. It's just so much is happening in this last uh, scene here. At some point... His hand gets cut off by like something on the wall. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, it's like a it's like a bad lax that like falls and cuts. Mm-hmm. I, was like, I was like, well, there's so many gags in this that I always forget. Yeah, some of them. Some Final Destination shit going on here. And yeah, yeah. um, it so she nuts. it's she gets the ring and she shoots it at him and then it kills him and he mm-hmm. turns into this white shit and goes off into the spirit shit and goes off into the sky. I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and also the house is on fire at this point. Um, oh, it's so sad. It doesn't actually burn down, though. It just, I guess, the inside gets burnt. But mm. um, I like what she's like. Insurance policy doesn't exactly cover demons. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. So it seems like things are not going to work out. And she yeah, has this sort of act, sad yeah. moment at the end, you know, where oh, she's like, really nothing yeah. ever works out for me. And I, uh, it's really sad. But then we find out that mm-hmm. it actually did kind of work out because she inherited all of Vinny's stuff now apparently exactly right? and apparently he was pretty rich so she's yeah. gonna be all right and she has enough to do her big vegas act and that's Good like the her. last three minutes of the movie is this vegas act oh my god <laughs> it's a movie that ends on a twirling tit which i think is genius i mean twirling that's amazing yeah how does she do that like she can do both of I don't them know. at the same time she can do one by itself it's like that, oh, that is amazing. a true talent. That is unbelievable. It is amazing. Meanwhile, all these buff um, guys dressed as Satan are all around her and like fueling her up. This was before a little Nas X, right? That's and, true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Formative diva oh, here. It's, maybe that's it's why amazing. it didn't make much at the box office because there were a lot of chastity pariahs that were like, I heard there was a scene I with heard. a bunch of men dressed as Satan and you can kind of see their buttocks and it's real. It's, oh, and, and then she twirls them. Them breasts. Those it's dirty true, pillows yeah. come to life and they start to twirl. That's what's, you know, like on the one hand I'd say, oh, this is a movie that like nothing like this could be made today. But then I mm-hmm. see, I flip on like SNL and here's Lil yeah. Moss like grinding up on dudes and everything. Oh, totally, I'm like, yeah. oh, I couldn't have, this would not have been on TV when like when oh, we God, were younger. So no. it's, 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 
Like it's weird how like sometimes <laughs> so it feels weird. like we've gotten more conservative. Sometimes it feels like we've gotten more liberal. I'm like, it's just such a weird. I, mean, I do know that that got a lot of controversy, but it at the same time, I also heard so many people go like, holy shit, where was that when I was like 12? You know, like it was yeah. really interesting to see that. I think we're just so polarized now that mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's a group, there's a big group of people that are like, yeah, this is awesome. But then there's like this huge other group of people that oh, are like, yeah. no, this fucking sucks. And yeah. it's like, we have no middle ground anymore. And I, I think, think it's just like social hard, yeah. media has given everyone a big megaphone. And to mm-hmm. be honest, you know, mm-hmm. some, some people never really need to stand at the podium because they say really weird things. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. and back in the day, it didn't used to be a problem. But when you give someone a social media account, they have their own podium, you know, and it's like, yeah. what are you going to do? It just furthers the polarization. Of, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but the only person who needs a podium is Elvira. I agree. I mean, we'll just do whatever she says we should do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfect queen, perfect movie. Just, uh, yeah, we knew we had to cover it. We were going to cover it back mm-hmm. in October, and That's then it right, didn't end up yeah. happening. So we're like, let's make it a nice Pride Month special here. And We were looking uh, for an excuse, to be honest. I yeah, mean, we were looking for an like, excuse. <laughs> any excuse to watch Elvira. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's I, really I can't remember amazing. the first time. I didn't see it until I was in like high school or something, but I just Same, remember like yeah. one of my friends was obsessed with it, and I was like, "This is so good!" Like I, yeah, I, I like was obsessed with it from the first time I watched it, and because uh, I I had known of Elvira and everything, mm-hmm. but like just had never really seen her act in anything big like I, that, I and I was either. like, "Oh my gosh, it's amazing!" I had watched like some of her TV show with my dad, like when she would actually host the movies. And we always just thought it was so much fun, but I had never seen the movie. I think it used to go on Comedy Central a bit, but for whatever reason, I just never sat down and watched it. Mm -hmm. And I I think it was high school for me, maybe, yeah, where I was like, this looks like it should be fun. I'm going to rent it. And Mm -hmm. then I bought it soon after. (laughs) Yeah, it had that great case at the video store with being burnt on the stake and everything, which has to be Briah just like down there. (laughs) I'm like, how can you not want to go see that movie? Like, that was, I think, also the poster of the the movie. And I'm like, with a poster like that, like, what, like, why would you not want to go see that? Right, exactly. Looks delightful. She apparently received a Razzie for Worst Actress. Um, uh... (laughs) It fucking excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> but she lost to Liza Minnelli for uh, Arthur 2 and Rent-A-Cop, I guess. Oh, Liza. That's funny. Oh, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But no. <laughs> Both of them are amazing, though. They're so, amazing. You know, what are you going to say? <laughs> Liza's made some bad choices, all right? Yeah. Doesn't mean she doesn't have talent. She's, she's just very sorry, okay? She's, I she's had a hard life. Cop. Listen, I just wanted to work with Bert Riddle. She's just my favorite. <laughs> just ter- He's no Joe Gray, but he's terrific. Elvira should have won. I loved Elvira. Uh, Mistress of the Dark. Mistress of the Dark. the best movie I've seen. Thank you. Oh, I would approve of, of them teaming up for a movie, too. Okay that, that would be Because then they could do mu- musical numbers. Like, oh my gosh, yes. Elvira could just, like, vamp around and, like, twirl her, twirl her <laughs> boobs and stuff. And yeah. Liza can just, like, you know, like, hump the floor and, like, go, yeah! And, like, stuff like that, you know? <laughs> oh, if only. Elvira and Liza together last. Be great. Yeah, and Cheetah Rivera has to show up for a second and uh, do a nice Chicago (laughs) medley. (laughs) All that jazz. And all that jazz. Do you know what? Cheetah Rivera, underappreciated singer. Because everyone always talks about her as a dancer, as they should, because she's brilliant. But I love her 
vocals. She has, she's got that rasp and she right. just, oh, she knows how to use it. Not oh. a lot of range, but she knows what to do with it. Yeah. It's oh, like, and that's the trick. That's the trick yeah. there. You know, I mean, there yeah. are some voices that have amazing range that are boring as fuck, you know, but yeah. I mean, ooh, she rocks it. Oh, Tira what else Vera. can we say about Elvira? It's, it's just there's iconic. I, it's unbelievable that this film exists, that, that we exist in a time where we are able to watch this, watch this monumental work of art. Yes, on stunning Blu-ray, uh, 4K remaster. Not on 4K yet because they gotta <laughs> put it on the remaster just They're so they can slide to 4K in another year or two. <laughs> oh yeah, we should mention. Okay, what lies beneath is coming to Blu-ray. We have mm-hmm. witchcraft powers, and it happened mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get happened a little again. scared. I'm a little frightened. It's kind of That's like scary. the fourth thing or something that we talked about that ended up happening. Yeah, so yeah, good for it's us. only been a year, and we've made some stuff happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with witchcraft <laughs> i think so <laughs> but yeah we hope you enjoyed our pride month special here yeah and, uh, happy we had pride, a good time everybody doing it. pride comes to an end but you know you can still be gay the rest of the year just you know don't be so obnoxious about Maybe. it because the straight people don't want to see it anymore right Kevin, i don't think we're allowed to be gay anymore i think i think we have <laughs> oh. to stop like at the end of this month damn it only that one month yeah oh. like some someone told me that i think i read it on the wikipedia and and we have to stop now it's just like hairspray thing. like only once a month <laughs> <laughs> i know and of course you know pride month that was all you know we're celebrating everything that happened in the past because now everything is wonderful and uh, oh, we have no pride. problems. Yeah. We don't need pride anymore because, you know, sex, sex, I mean, nobody's sexist anymore and no. uh, bigotry is over and we cured that. No more homophobes. We cured yeah, it. It's, it's over. Racism is done. Oh, it's uh, so last year. It's passe now. It's so last it? year. Yeah. Never happened. I hate that so much. I know. <laughs> like, it's let's so frame annoying. all the shit like it, it was all in the past and not like it's still going on <laughs> yeah. right now. Like, we've only had gay marriage for like five six years or something yeah, now? and i like, still feel like we could lose that like nuts. any day now I, I, like it's just not yeah. even it hasn't even clicked in that it's real yet i'm like really i don't even think it's real yeah. like I, I think y'all are lying it, i think that's really fake doing news. that much <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it is interesting to see how many gay couples now that are married are just as insufferable as the straight ones that are married <laughs> it's like they want the it's, kids now and like they're all all like i'm sorry um we would come but like you know, we've got all this stuff with, with the kids. One day you will understand the joys of parenting. I'm like, the fuck, I will. God Aren't damn you it. engaged? I'm engaged, but I don't want children. But no, okay, I will get right, married. Right. I will not have children. That is something I don't okay. need to fuck up in this world. I think it, I yes, take it yes. very important. I take it yes, very important. Like, what? what the people hell? should have the you know the right to do it because there's a lot of yes. kids that need adopting. But, I, yes, uh, you adopt all you want. Time, yeah. Take yes. good care of those kids. I, I'm just like, I feel like I would lose one. Like, I would lose them somewhere. I'd be like, oh, I need to go back <laughs> for my kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, where is I, that I take him to a horror convention and they just <laughs> yeah. get lost. <laughs> I last saw him at the elevator with Pinhead. Where, 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 where could he have gone? <laughs> it oh, be we good. lost little Timmy in Elvira's boobs. <laughs> we can't find him anywhere. <laughs> well, that's a piece. He's in a better place, as they say. He's in a better place, yes. <laughs> Oh, uh, and then you just find him with like Leatherface, and they're just having a good time because everybody in the horror community is nice. But you yeah. know, that is always what surprises me. Horror fans are so sweet. I mean, like yeah. for the most part, I I will I, mm-hmm. I'll generalize here, but mo- most of them lovely folks, lovely yeah. people. Yeah, genuinely quality human beings. Yeah, just nice. Like people. many of our listeners. Yes, like listeners like you. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. 
And the letter and C. Elvira, mistress <laughs> of the dark. Yeah. And Nicole Kidman, apparently, as we Nicole discussed. Nicole loves Elvira so much. She watches it every day with Keith. And she was the one who wanted us to do this movie. Let me tell She's you. She's such a big fan. And we're like, okay, if, if we have to. fine. Thank you for coming from the Lucy set. We're so glad you had time for us. Thank you. It's like, it's no problem. No problem. But yeah, uh, I guess that's a wrap on June. And then, uh, yeah. like we said, we're going to be back with our normal film series in July. We're going to be doing some uh, By the Sea stuff right some seaside horror see yes it's gonna be real terrifying i'm so Mm -hmm. scared about that one it's a good lineup too it's not Mm -hmm. stuff that maybe people have seen as much uh, so that'll be fun to talk about there are some of these i haven't even seen y'all i'm excited i've seen them i hope they hold up i hope it's not one of those things where like i watched it once and it's not as good the second time but don't uh... you take me to a sea that's polluted (laughs) kevin i won't stand for it I've been through enough. I will not swim in that ocean. I had a concussion. The ocean of lies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe we should let you go and uh, nurse that concussion of yours. <laughs> this episode brought to you by my concussion. That'll explain everything. If you have a question, it's just because of my concussion. Uh, but yeah, we will talk at you next week mm-hmm. for our first episode of By the Sea Month. Bye. Farewell. Goodbye. Uh what's her iconic line uh unpleasant unpleasant dreams dreams. there we go